Manx Radio's update with Andy Wint. Thanks to my good evening. It's half past five. This is update for Wednesday, 8th of February 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes to look at the latest news on the island. Background to that news and sport and business and Sea Watch and the travel updates. And the newsmakers in person. Uh, tonight, a two-week cancer referrals are down. There's a steep rise in Nobles Hospital parking tickets. Can the system cope with monster legislation? TT rider Davy Morgan's death was misadventure. And Douglas Rugby Club is 150 years old. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. First to my Chanel Suku. Fast my Meng's care says an increase in referrals and staff shortages are the reasons behind a fall in the number of cancer patients being seen to within 14 days of referral. Secondary schools on the Isle of Man are requesting pupils to remain at home next week due to planned strike action. Queen Elizabeth II High School is the latest institution to ask pupils not to attend school on Wednesday and Thursday next week. A verdict of misadventure has been recorded at the inquest into the death of TT rider Davy Morgan. The 52-year-old from Northern Ireland died after coming off his bike on the 6th of June last year. In international news, the UK is looking into whether it can give fighter jets to Ukraine following an appeal from Vladimir Zelensky during an address to Parliament earlier today. A rescue mission is continuing in Turkey to help locate any remaining survivors from Monday's earthquakes. More than 11,000 people there and in Syria are known to have died. And Flybe's operators have applied for a temporary operating license. If approved, it would allow them to start the process of restructuring the business, although flights would not initially resume. Those were your headlines. News at 6. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you, uh, Chanel, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. Uh, still that strong wind warning for the North RAC. State of sea is moderate. And the three-day weather tonight, rain will arrive this evening. It will clear up after about an hour or so. Then a dry night overnight, minimum five for Thursday. Tomorrow, Jordan, dry and sunny in a fresh westerly. Top temperature, 7, a dry evening. And lowest through the night is 6 degrees. For Friday, Jahenya, dry and cloudy and up to 10 Celsius. Tides on the way out. Low waters, 26 minutes past 7 tonight. High tide, 22 minutes after 1 a.m. Low water, half past 7. And sunrise tomorrow morning at 9 minutes to 8. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com. An increase in demand and workforce pressures mean there's been a drop in the number of cancer patients being seen within two weeks of referral, according to Manx Care. 51.3% of newly diagnosed patients had an appointment within 14 days target in December, increasing to 60% in January. Oliver Radford, the board's director of operations. Our target is um, to meet the two-week wait target, so... Patients who are referred to us on a cancer pathway are being seen within two weeks of referral. Within um, November, uh, December, uh, recorded a 51.3% compliance against that, which is down on the previous month. I've inquired today as to what our January 
performance was, but that, so that has gone up to 60%. But we are consistently seeing this up and down kind of performance without reaching the 93% threshold. There's two major factors in play here. So we're seeing consistent um, um, increase in referrals. So we've seen a 20% increase in two-week wait referrals this year compared to last year. And also we are seeing, well, we've experienced some significant workforce pressures, particularly within uh, breast, colorectal, gynae and dermatology, which are our main uh, tumor sites. Although we, are, we report our two-week wait performance as a percentage against the two-week wait, that's kind of doesn't provide much in terms of context of where we are in terms of weights. Where we are in terms of weights is the average person is waiting um, 15.8 days for their appointments. So we are, although we are exceeding our, in around 50% of our patients are not getting their appointment within two weeks, we are extremely close to reaching that point. A verdict of misadventure has been recorded at the inquest into the death of the TT rider David Morgan. The 52-year-old from Northern Ireland died after suffering neck and chest injuries after coming off his bike at the 27th milestone on the 6th of June last year. The report from Lewis Foster. At Douglas Courthouse today, a witness described how Morgan, who was wearing his distinctive pink helmet, lost control of the front of his bike on a corner just before the mountain mile, colliding with barriers. Photographs taken in the moments prior showed either his boot or the foot peg of the bike touching the road surface, and it was noted a distinct separate marking could be seen on the road alongside tyre marks. However, coroner of inquest James Brooks said it wasn't clear whether this happened before or after Mr Morgan lost control of the bike during the third and final lap of the Supersport race. An experienced marshal who witnessed the incident said Morgan was riding on the racing line through the corner at a very safe, normal speed in Davies' style. The inquest heard how road conditions on the day were dry, uncontaminated and visibility was good. His bike, a modified Yamaha, was inspected before and after the race and was described as a high-quality machine free from defects. Mr Brooks said by taking part in the TT races, Mr Morgan was participating in an inherently risky activity and it takes the briefest of moments to make that risk real. Throughout his career, he'd recorded a 7th place finish in the 2006 Senior TT and a career best 5th place finish in the 2008 Lightweight TT. Following his death, the Manx Motorcycle Club described him as one of their most popular competitors of recent times. Recording his verdict of misadventure, Mr Brooks passed on his condolences to Davies' partner, who was present in the court, as well as his wider family and friends. The Isle of Man in 30 Minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. Faster Mike, good evening. Thanks for tuning in to Manx Radio. 22 minutes before six, secondary schools on the island are requesting pupils remain at home next week due to the proposed strike action. The detail from Chanel. Queen Elizabeth II High School is the latest institution to ask pupils not not to attend school on Wednesday and Thursday next week. It's due to the planned walkout by NASUW team members on Wednesday and Thursday. Year 12 and 13 students can attend school as normal and will have the option to study from home during their R&R sessions, while Year 11 students are requested to attend school on both days. All other students are asked to remain at home and can access learning via Google Classroom. 
Students learning from home who receive free school meals can collect a packed lunch from the school at 11 a.m. on both strike days. Staff who are not striking will set work for each day and be available virtually during their timetabled lessons. According to the head teacher, Mrs. Clark, the arrangements are essential in order to keep students safe as it's anticipated that a significant number of staff will not be in school. Head teachers from Balakameen, St. Ninians and Ramsey Grammar have also written to parents to outline the plans for their schools. Years 7, 8, 9 and 10s are being asked to remain at home. Year 11s should also remain at home on Wednesday, but the schools say some of these students could have UCM lessons. Sixth form students from these schools can attend as normal. The search is on for people the government can give public money to. Those uh, are eligible for additional targeted support in these difficult times, a support which adds up to over £5 million. Introduced by the Treasury in January this year, it applies to certain categories of people. That detail from the Treasury member Sarah Maltby, MHK. We do have an idea of how many Manx State pensioners we have, of course. Um, however, we don't know how many people that we don't know about. Uh, quite literally, we could have just ignored this issue and just continued to um, be blind to the fact that we do have people living on the Isle of Man who uh, are not uh, in receipt of Manx State pensions, but who are pensioners who require additional support to be able to get them through this cost of living pressure. It might be said that they might be self-sufficient and don't need additional support. Um, quite, but we don't know. Um, until we ask the question, how do we... Um, how can we judge that? You know, we are asking people to come forward. But they're to, off the radar. And they I think, are, they for are. example, someone who hasn't worked and hasn't paid national insurance, they're off the radar. Yeah, quite. So we, we don't, we haven't got a clue how many people really are going to come forward to say that we, uh, they would, they feel like they are, should be eligible for some support. Uh, so Markwell House uh, is open Monday to Friday, nine till uh, one o'clock. Uh, we have a website, we have a telephone number, we have an email address, we have forms available online, we can get one printed off, we can send one to you. We've asked um, MHKs to circulate this to their constituents. April is the cut-off date, but there's a, there is an additional section of people who we have invited in to make an application as well, and that's people, pensioners who are in uh, receipt of the War Pensions Mobility Supplement. Uh, so this is people that we are aware of, but actually we can't automatically pay, make the payments, so we would like them to... Um, to come forward as well to be able to um, ensure that we're reaching everybody that could be eligible. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motor ship Ben McCree departed Hisham at six minutes past two. She's in the inner harbour now, going slower stern onto the link span. After discharging and recharging, we'll be off at 7.45 this evening, arriving in Hesham at half past 11. The overnight departure, 2.15 from Hesham back to Douglas around 6. And the morning departure tomorrow morning, 8.45, Ben McCree to Hesham. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. Douglas Rugby Club celebrating its 150th anniversary this year. To mark the occasion, the organisation's uniting 33 ex-captains at a gala dinner and publishing a book on the club's history. Social organiser for the club, Tony Wilson-Spratt. spent the last year with uh, uh, my wife looking at my back on the computer as we've uh, gone through the 150 years of the rugby club. And it's actually put a smile on your face for for that length of time, the characters and the events um, involved have been remarkable. Uh, if you transformed the Douglas Rugby Club um, rugby to England, a town of 85,000 in England would support one rugby club. 
the fact that the Isle of Man supports six is pretty special. Um, yes, it's a sporting island, but it's remarkable with football and hockey and everything else alongside that six rugby clubs are able to survive. In terms of what's been charted over the last 150 years, what are some of the main things that have stood out over Douglas's lifespan? Uh, how lucky we've been with the characters and the strengths of characters that we've had over the years, right from Arthur Moore, who was our founder in 1873, um, through characters like Brian Vaughan, who played for England. Uh, he moved over to the Isle of Man. He put his shoulders behind Douglas Rugby Club as well, and he was um, instrumental in getting the clubhouse built back in the late 60s. Uh, George Fathers, um, president and chairman in, in the later years. All these sort of people have had massive impact um, on Douglas and its continuing growth, um, and that's what the book essentially is about uh, it'll make a good doorstop for someone and it probably beats uh, counting sheep when you when you go into bed but um, essentially going through the 150 years yes there's been some good times yes there's been some less good times uh, obviously the war years interfered with how um, how the club's uh, progress went but overall it's 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 a joyous thing to behold the growth of the club and the people involved. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before 6, BP's announced its best financial result ever in its 114-year history. After wholesale gas prices rocketed due to Russia invading Ukraine, profits at the British multinational more than doubled last year to a record $27.7 billion, up from $12.8 billion in 2021. BP is said to be considering scaling back some of its renewable strategy. Anonymous sources told the Wall Street Journal based on disappointing returns on some of its green energy investments. Last week, of course, BP's rival Shell reported its record annual profit of $39.9 billion for 2022, double the previous year's total and again the highest in the company's 115-year history. Policing the real world is hard enough, but policing the expanding virtual world is a whole new challenge. Interpol Secretary General Jürgen Stock said last week his agency's training police officers in its own a specially developed virtual reality environment. Last October, Europol warned of the new metaverse crimes in a report and some national police forces are already looking for criminals in these virtual worlds. Indeed, the first arrest for a metaverse crime reportedly happened last week in Spain. Interpol says it's actively trying to define what a metaverse crime is and researching how best to regulate virtual world crime. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. The news is that the FTSE 100 closed up a quarter of a percent at 7,885. In Frankfurt, the DAX uh, was up six-tenths of a percent at the close at 15,412. Currently in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial is down almost half a percent at 33,999. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index down almost one and a half percent at 11,949. And the S&P 500 in Chicago down 19 tenths of a percent at 4,125. But of course, the trading day is young. Uh, in the currency markets, the British pound is currently trading at one US dollar 20.9 cents, one euro 12.63 cents. And in commodities, gold is $1,880 per troy ounce. And a barrel of Brent crude is up almost nine tenths of a percent at $84.39. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family 
has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. In a series of monster bills, and those are the words of David Ashford, MHK, a Timwell committee member claimed that the uh, legislative planners will be under pressure. The Attorney General, Walter Wannenberg, was being questioned by the Legal Affairs and Justice Committee. He was asked if there were enough legislative planners to cope with, as committee member David Ashford, MHK, termed it, a series of monster bills scheduled towards the end of the present administration. If you read the Ireland plan documents um, and the update put out, in January's Timwald, um, there's a very extensive legislative programme over the remainder of the administration broken down into five phases. Um, Do you believe with the resource you currently have that's deliverable? So both the senior drafter, who I've mentioned, and I, together with Madam Chair, are on this uh, legislation subcommittee, so we're all well cited on the programme you mentioned. Uh, and at the moment I haven't seen fit to consider looking for increased resourcing to drafting division but I won't be inhibited in, in changing my mind on that as and when those instructions materialise. Looking at the island plan everything's very much backloaded particularly in well, phase five. I mean that's an observation you're probably fair to make um, but you'll also know I mean, to speak trite but um, just because you've got five acts doesn't mean that they're all monster acts Um, but equally um, uh, regulations can be as much of a a demand uh, as primary legislation One of my concerns was if you look at phase five of the island plan there appears in as you say the monster bills there seems to be quite a few of those in phase five whereas quite a few of the smaller bills couple of which you've, now, you've just quoted are towards the front end. So, look, there are, I mean, there are reasons, um, I'm sure, and it's not my place to no. say uh, wh- why they are backloaded rather than front-loaded, front-loaded, but when we hit that period, if, if further resource is required, I, I have options of putting in a bid or of going extra. Manx Radio Sport. Fast am I, Rianne Evans. Fast am I, good evening. In snooker, blinders came from behind to win the week's top-of-the-table clash in the Max Builders Merchant Snooker League. They beat Finch Hill Reprobates 3-2. In the first matchup, Scott Campion lost out to Rob Callister 61-68. And there was a good start from Scott, which was followed up by Rob with a teen break to catch up the 28-point lead. He then edged ahead with a well-constructed 20-break. A series of fouls on the blue for both players left Scott down by nine. Having potted blue and pink, he overhit his safety on the black, leaving Rob to take the opener. Match two saw Connor Mahon beat Chris Brown 55-53. Early mistakes from Chris were punished to extend Connor's 14-point advantage. Match up three, Nick Stevens lost out to Reese Moore 30-53. A very cagey affair with both players preferring safety early on, but it was Reese who edged ahead. It stayed close all the way to the colours, where Reese doubled the blue to leave Nick requiring snookers. Reese dispatched a long pink to seal the frame. 
Match four saw Darrell Hill have a dominating win over Paul Tangeman, 91-78. Darrell, having to make up the 70 start, did so expertly with multiple teen breaks. And the last matchup was between Callum Gardner and Dolan Mercer. Gardner came out on top 70-34. He extended his 14-point handicap early on and remained steady throughout. And elsewhere, Relay for Life Isle of Man 2023 is holding its annual launch event this Friday, the 10th of Feb. The night will give people the opportunity to find out more about the Relay for Life and offer tips for fundraising. It's taking place at the Claremont Hotel in Douglas from 6 to 8pm and anyone is welcome to attend. More details can be found on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Nine minutes before six, uh, the half hour seven inbound EasyJet from Gatwick is on time, then the five to eight Logan Air from Liverpool returning patient transfer plane on time. Uh, bad news though, the five past eight Logan Air from London City has been cancelled tonight. Outbound, the six o'clock Logan Air patient transfer plane to Liverpool on time, and then the eight o'clock return to Gatwick for EasyJet showing on time. On the road, temporary lights on the main road at Greba near the Hawthorne. For some bus stop improvement work, Princess Road Douglas is closed for patching work. Got narrow lanes and a temporary pedestrian crossing in Victoria Street, and temporary lights on Annika Lane. Uh, near to the Heron for that new pedestrian crossing. A section of the Dune Loop Roads closed near Dune Bend for water main work and Coast Road Jerby between Jerby and the Len. Got some lights there. It's closed also for 24 hours for resurfacing. Temporary lights on the Brenner Road Port Aaron for a retaining wall and temporary lights on Upper Prom Port Aaron for resurfacing. Temporary lights on the main road at Ballabeg near Arbury Parish Hall for that new zebra crossing. Castle Street in Castletown, one way northbound. In Peel, temporary closures around East Quay and the Prom for road surface and pavement work. Between Peel and St John's, you've got temporary lights on the main road on the, for work on the pavements and a series of temporary closures on Regaby West Road for that water main replacement and temporary lights in the marketplace Ramsey for that new pedestrian crossing. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside! The clampdown on parking at Nobles Hospital has understandably resulted in a steep climb in the number of parking penalties issued. Infrastructure Minister Chris Thomas, MHK, answered a question about it in Keys this week and then told us how the enforcement had to come about. In 2020, there were 30 parking tickets issued. In 2021, there were 36 parking tickets issued. In 2022, there were 75 parking tickets issued. And in January 2023, there were 144 parking tickets. DHSC asked the Department of Infrastructure to work with it to put in place a parking order about how the car park is used up at Nobles Hospital back in 2019. There was um, overuse of the car park and people were parking on yellow lines. There isn't any um, great use of buses at commuter times to go from the car park to to, to Douglas, say, but in in part we wouldn't know that in any case because we don't have what's called a tap-in, tap-off system on our buses. The people who are commuting every day might well have um, period cards. So there's no great evidence of that. No, this was about dangerous parking, parking and double yellow lines and basically when you pass your test you do understand that uh, it's dangerous to park on double yellow lines that's why they're double yellow so this was regular enforcement using standard parking tickets of dangerous parking and we have an excellent bus service so think about using the bus and we've got good drop-off facilities so try to get people to drop you off if that if you've got special needs and so on and finally um, there are great patient transfer systems in place as well so we've got to put it in, in the overall context real 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 sorry for all the victims in this but ultimately 
recently, the DHSE, that asked us to put in place the parking order and has asked us to work with them to extend it to include the main road up to the front, front door, I believe, you know, wanted to make sure that there was proper use of the car park and you can't just leave your car on a double yellow line without consequence. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. The Department of Home Affairs and Police Federation have agreed to try and find a solution to a serious concern over police officers' pay. It comes after an officer satisfaction survey highlighted a sense of profound desperation in relation to paying conditions in the constabulary. Here's Beth Espy. Of the 230 officers represented by the Federation, 144 responded to that survey and pay was a big topic. In fact, 80% of those respondents said they disagreed or strongly disagreed that they were suitably paid, while 89% said they disagreed or strongly disagreed that the Isle of Man Constabulary offered good pay and conditions. Author PC Richard Hewitt writes... The Isle of Man Constabulary is struggling to recruit new officers and retain talent. The reality is a university graduate who intended to enter into the teaching profession on the island would have a starting salary of around £36,000 compared to around £24,000 for a police officer. Perhaps the most stark personal statement in response to the survey was from an officer who said he feels he'd be worth more to his family dead than alive. Chief Constable Gary Roberts, in his latest annual report, also warned that unless salaries were addressed, a crisis may emerge. Well, in a statement issued today, the Department of Home Affairs says officers in the Isle of Man are a vital part of our community, working long and often unsociable hours, frequently under difficult circumstances. It adds the cost of living crisis has brought the issue of police pay into sharp focus. At a meeting of the Joint Consultative Committee yesterday, members agreed to form a working party to bring back options and solutions to address the highlighted issues. That's it for update tonight. Compiled from the resources of Max Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Rianne Evans, I'm Andy Wint. Back with another update. Tomorrow evening at 5.30. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. W-I-N-T are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Well, wait! You need to talk to the conveyancing team at LVW Law. LVW Law! They've over 20 years of experience and know what they're talking about. They're friendly and efficient. Do not buy or sell a property without calling LVW Law on 836757 for a no-obligation quote. LVW Law. Taking your GCSEs this year? Or a mature student looking at your next step? University College Isle of Man is holding its next open morning on Saturday 11th of February between 10am to 1pm. Visit our Homefield Road campus to learn all about our range of courses and subjects. Chat to our lecturers and see our fantastic facilities. Visit ucm.ac.im for more information. Got a nice motor to sell? Come and see us. We are number one. We are family run. Mike's Motors. Mike's Motors. At Mike's Motors, we don't just sell nice motors, we buy them too. So if you have a nice camper van, motorhome, car, van or commercial vehicle, we'd love to take a look at it. And if we like it, we'll make you a nice offer. Get in touch. Visit mikesmotors.im or call 823 200. Mike's Motors. That's 823-200. Office World at Spring Valley Industrial Estate is home to the island's largest stockist of both office and home office furniture. 
with ergonomic sit-stand workstations and posture seating solutions. Extensive ranges of both general and home office desking and seating. And a huge range of complimentary desktop accessories. Many popular items held in stock on island for speedy delivery or collection. Office World Spring Valley. Open 9 till 5.30 Monday to Friday. Office World! You may have already heard about the new energy efficiency scheme, but you may not know just how easy it is to access the support and that more of you can apply for it. You could be eligible for £750 worth of free energy efficiency materials to make your home more energy efficient, reduce your energy consumption and to help lower bills. Check out our website today and find out if your household is eligible. Go online to costoflivingsupport.gov.im or call 686 262. Are you concerned about your eye health? Holmes and Davidson Opticians in Douglas are proud to offer the Idon Ultra Wide Field Retinal Imaging and Heidelberg 4D OCT systems, state of the art machines that allow early detection and management of eye diseases. Don't wait, book your appointment today and ensure the health of your eyes with the best technology available. Call 676 230 or visit homesanddavidsonopticians.co.uk now. Enjoy a burst of flavour in smoothies, fruit salads and more with our new and exclusive Del Monte frozen fruit range. Exclusive frozen brands at ShopRite. Broadcasting from Douglas in the Isle of Man on smartphones.